Hey folks, and welcome back to another episode of your Brains Coach podcast. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm your host, I'm your Brains Coach, and it is my job here to bring to you all the best brain body tools so you could feel, look, and do your absolute best. And you know, folks, on this podcast, again, we know that everything is in our brain. And Now, the science seems to be really aligning with this notion. There is more and more neuroscience research, nutritional psychiatry research, cognitive neuroscience research, showing how powerful the brain is at adjusting our physical state, our mental, emotional state, how we interpret what happens in our life and how we act based on that interpretation. And the beauty of human design is that we can change how our brain will work, changing our environment, changing our self-talk based on what we actually want to experience and achieve in our life. Isn't that like really, really cool? No other animal can do that to our knowledge. So let's use this advantage instead of being uh, used by it and being a victim of it, not necessarily always using our brain for our advantage. Today, folks, um, as you guessed from the name of this podcast, we're going to be talking about nutritional psychiatry, brain nutrition, neuronutrition. There are so many names, but uh, what it basically means, we're going to be talking about how food and different nutritive compounds affect um, our brain performance and also our health, our well-being, and ultimately how our days and life going to turn out. So first, I want to start with nutritional psychiatry. Um, I got a newsletter update or um, I, I have Google alerts set up. So whenever there is a new article, new piece of research on certain topics like nutritional psychiatry, I get a notification. So I got the notification about this new book. And I just wanted to read you the description because it will help you to understand what's happening in this field and why you should be paying um a lot more attention to what you put in your plate because it changes fundamentally how you feel, how your days go, and what you ultimately gonna, um, what kind of actions you're gonna take and what you're gonna experience in your life. So, book description the book's name is Nutritional Psychiatry, a primer for clinicians. So, this is specifically designed, designed for clinicians. There is Increasing evidence that mental health problems such as schizophrenia, depression, and anxiety are linked with poor nutrition. At present, very few psychiatrists provide nutritional advice for their patients, despite such advice complementing drug and psychological therapies. This edited volume is the first book to provide a comprehensive overview of the relationship between nutrition and mental health. For mental health professionals, um, featuring contributions from leading authorities in the field, the book examines the link between diet and the microbiome gut-brain axis and how this correlates with a variety of psychiatric disorders. The book explores how enhancing the beneficial bacteria in the gut through the use of psychobiotics, prebiotics, or dietary change can improve mood and reduce anxiety. The book will appeal to psychiatrists, psychologists, behavioral scientists, neuroscientists, and 
nutritionist. It's basically the combination of a lot of things that's been going on in the field, folks. How our gut affects our brain because of the foods that we eat and all these different relationships that are happening um, every single moment uh, when we are alive between our gut and between our brain. Um, so I'm actually looking forward to figuring out how to get this book. You know, this is a, a designed for clinicians and more on a scientific side, so probably not that widely available. But yeah, nutritional psychiatry. Um, if you um, are interested in this field or, you know, interested in the connection between food and how our brain works, how our psyche works, then um, probably you'd also want to pick it up. It comes from Cambridge University Press and it was released, um, well, actually expected online publication August 2023. So it's not even being, it's not even released, folks, but coming soon. Um, from nutritional psychiatry to smart drugs. So the title of this study that was published on June 14th, 2023, again, University of Cambridge. Summary, well, the title, Smart Drugs Can Decrease Productivity in People Who Don't Have ADHD, Study Finds. Summary, research suggests that complex tasks akin to real-life decision-making um, Take neurotypical people, so basically people who do not struggle with the GHD or any other known brain uh, conditions or disorders or, um, you know, something that is considered to be not normal. So um, it takes people longer to complete tasks when they take smart drugs than when they do not. The smart drugs do motivate people, but the added effort can lead to erratic thinking, adversely affecting above <clears throat> average performance. Um Overall, participants taking the drugs saw small decrease in accuracy and efficiency, along with large increases in time and effort relative to their results when not taking the drugs. For example, when given um, this you know, specific drug often used to treat ADHD in children, but increasingly taken by college students cramming for exams, participants took around 50% longer on average to complete the task as when they were given a placebo. In addition, participants who performed at a higher level in the placebo conditions compared to the rest of the group tended to show a bigger decrease in performance and productivity after receiving a drug. Um, you know, from my personal experience, folks, when I took, I didn't take smart drugs, but I took some stronger nootropics. Um, they, they're still, again, not considered to be drugs that are prescribed for treating ADHD or any disorders, but quite strong nootropic compounds. And what I noticed, it would pick me up. Yeah, I would have all this neural energy, but I would not be able to focus. It would take me actually more energy to just sit down and do the work. Because the ideal state for uh, deep work, for a very focused work, is calm and alert. And if you have a normal brain and you do not qualify again for any disorders and your brain chemistry is all right, then what happens is those drugs or stronger nootropics, they push you over the edge and they actually disturbed that balance that was already there and optimal for performance. So don't think that, um, you know, when you need to, uh, some extra boost that you take smart drug and it will help you. It will not necessarily do that. And plus, if you do decide to try smart drugs, those are very, very, very 
personalized, meaning the dosage that you might potentially benefit from is going to be widely different from what the other person will take and what is advised on the internet. So just realize that that smart drugs, just because they're called smart, do not work for every single person. And even for people with HDHG, again, it's it's very like you have to experiment a lot before you get the dosage that works just right. And the amount, like the difference between people is just tremendous. So smart drugs, again, don't rush into taking anything. If you know what there is a saying, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Um, now from smart drugs to um, analysis of different eating patterns. So this article is in integrative health. One better cognition research says meal timing matters. Their analysis pointed, so there were 3,300 middle-aged to older adults tested, and this um, data comes from China Nutrition Health Survey. Um, Their analysis pointed to six distinct patterns of eating, evenly distributed when you kind of eat your breakfast, lunch, and dinner, breakfast dominant when you eat most of your stuff, you know, most of your food, nutrition for breakfast, lunch dominant, dinner dominant, snack rich, and breakfast skipping. Then cognitive function was measured with a few different tasks, such as word recall, counting backward, quick mental math questions, etc. Based on the findings, it would appear having an evenly distributed pattern of eating is more advantageous for cognitive function than one that's not evenly distributed. Namely, long-term cognitive function scores were significantly lower, according to the study authors, with unbalanced eating patterns, and especially for those who skipped breakfast. So, folks, there is a huge, you know, debate uh, about skipping breakfast, not skipping breakfast, but when it comes to performance, there is actually no debate any study that did a good job at analyzing performance, physical or mental, with either evenly distributed meals, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, um, you kind of evenly distribute your proteins, fats and carbs and all the nutrients, that works better for cognitive performance and for physical performance. And then some people would say, well, I do better without breakfast. That I always argue with, I say, you probably haven't try the breakfast that actually works for you. Because when you're hungry and your blood sugar and your fuel tank is empty, or, you know, your body has to struggle to maintain, for example, blood sugar has to work harder, it is not the recipe for the best performance. Any athlete knows that they need nutrition to perform optimally. And when you work hard cognitively, you're also kind of like an athlete. Your nervous system is very resource demanding. Only your brain consumes like 20 to 40% of your nutrition. So um, again, some people say, well, I eat breakfast and I cannot focus. It's probably because there is something in your breakfast that either doesn't work for your stomach and your blood sugar regulation and other bio um, uh, factors. Or you didn't get what you actually needed, like sufficient amount of protein to create different neurotransmitters that help you to focus like dopamine. Right? So if you need, folks, if you don't know how to put together a balanced breakfast, reach out Angela at brainbreakthroughcoach.com and I will help you with brain nutrition and figure out through experiments what foods will work for you, what don't, and also what's 
even more important, I will help you to put together a breakfast that hits all the points when it comes to brain nutrition for focus, for productivity, for even energy levels when you feel calm, alert, motivated, ready to go, right? So book that session, Angela at brainbreakthroughcoach.com. Send me an email with the title nutrition, brain nutrition, and um, we'll hook you up and you'll feel much, much better with uh, smart nutrition, with balanced nutrition. That as research, more research is coming out is the best way to ensure your optimal cognitive performance, not just short-term, but also long-term. And last uh, but not least, uh, this is uh, news, medical news, life sciences. They um, publish a study, daily multivitamin supplementation has a positive effect on key nutrition biomarkers in older men. So this was six months study of healthy older men demonstrated that daily multivitamin multimineral supplementation has a positive effect on key nutrition biomarkers. So they took, um, uh, let's see how many people, they recruited a 35 healthy men aged 68 and greater for the double-blind study. Half received um, this uh, Centrum Silver supplement, the other half received a placebo, and, you know, they didn't even take the best supplement here. Um, and participants did not know what they were receiving. None of the participants were allowed to take other supplements during this study. Our test showed that many of these older men were not obtaining the optimal levels of several vitamins when the study started, so there certainly was room for improvement. After the six-month trial, differences in supplement and placebo groups became apparent. While those taking the multivitamin showed improved biomarkers of nutrition, those on the placebo did not. So what they measured actually is oxygen consumption that is correlated with improved cellular function. Um, the theory goes, the more oxygen your cells consume, the more energy they produce, and the better everything works in your body, brain, and all of the systems and tissues. And so by giving uh, older men uh, 68 and above for six months this multivitamin, multimineral complex, they... Uh, measured that these oxygen consumptions of cells increased in all of those men and in placebo group it did not increase and because of that they made the conclusion that their cellular functional function improved and most probably because of that their health and um, performance will of course improve over short and long term so something just there is you know, folks more and more research like almost every week. Um, if I don't know, maybe they're also every day. I'm just not you know, aware of them. There is a lot of research going on and almost every single one of them shows that when people take multivitamins compared to when they don't, and of course the dosage has to be appropriate and also they have to be complete, not just like, you know, one vitamin or one mineral. So um, when all of this aligns, people's cognitive function improves, their memory improves, their cellular function improves, their health improves, their mood improves, you know, like nutritional psychiatry books. Uh, everything improves when you give your body and brain those nutrients that they need that are considered to be essential. And in the book, The Better Brain, that also focuses on nutritional psychiatry and on mental health specifically and nutrition, um, in this book, they they also like highlighted that 
almost every single condition will improve with multivitamin, multi-mineral support. Um, and if, if it was possible for pharmaceutical companies to patent essential nutrients, uh, they would prescribe it like your doctor would prescribe it every single time, you know, you had any sorts of conditions. But because nobody can patent essential vitamins and minerals, meaning nobody can own the right to distribute, you know, specific uh, complex of, let's say, B vitamins that are hugely important for mental health and cognitive performance. Because nobody can patent those things and anybody can make them, pharmaceutical companies are not... Um, I'm not interested in making them into something uh, your doctor would advise to be, you know, prescribed to you. Um, that's the only reason when you when you go to a doctor, they do not tell you. Well, maybe you should take into you, you should look into multivitamin, multimineral supplementation. Well, that reason, and also the reason that most psychiatrists or doctors do not get nutrition education, and they have no idea like what to do when you have certain conditions and what kind of vitamin mineral deficiencies you can uh, have that will that might very well be causing that condition. And those are two reasons why when you go to a doctor, they do not prescribe you multivitamin, multimineral, not really. They might advise you as, you know, personally, but prescription-wise, they will not do that. So just realize that, that nutrients do help with almost every conditions you might experience, and they and actually nutrient deficiencies might be the causes of all of those conditions and uh, mood swings and psychiatric disorders, even things like PMS, you know, if you are a woman, can be caused by nutri nutrient deficiencies or inadequacies, and your body cannot cope with what you're going through uh, when, for example, you are on your period. Uh, for me, personally, I do not, like, since I started taking multivitamin and multiminerals, and it happened quite some time ago, I stopped experiencing any side effect to the point that I f even sometimes forget, like, am, am I supposed to be, you know, having this time in my life right now? It just kind of comes and goes. And that's what happens in a healthy body, when your body has all the support that it needs to go through, you know, this uh, more challenging in women's life period. Um, so nutrient support helps with almost every single thing out there, but because doctors do not get nutritional education and companies cannot patent, patent those complexes as their own drug, so to speak, that's why nobody prescribes it to you. That being said, folks, uh, the challenge is coming on Monday, our burnout-proof uh, Founder Challenge is coming on Monday, 6 p.m. London time, 12 p.m. New York time, 9 a.m. Pacific time. And there we're going to have a module on brain nutrition. How do you eat for focus, for flow states, for lasting energy, for productivity, and for uplifted mood? You know, one of my favorite lists that people just absolutely love, five foods for no blue moods and it's research based a list of foods that when you take them when you eat them consistently on a daily basis your mood you have much less opportunity to develop mood swings and they actually the true comfort foods that work through your gut brain axis and help you to maintain positive outlook and great mood well if not great then good having your down moments much shorter 
and much less frequent. Besides that, in our burnout proof challenge, we're gonna day one, it's called high energy daily flow. I'm gonna teach you how to start your morning to optimize your dopamine, to optimize your adrenaline so you have high energy levels, so you're motivated, driven to seize that most productive part of your day. I'm going to teach you how to eliminate this midday crash from your day. Yes, you're going to slow down, but we're going to learn how to uh, work with your energy through different uh, exercises, recovery protocols, and also through different nutrition patterns so you experience much less of it. And we're also going to learn how, what to do in those times, what's the best activity. So you don't lose a lot of your productivity. We're going to learn how to address uh, evening recovery or preparation for sleep. So your sleep is very effective because this is the most restorative time of your day when your next day productivity is built. Then on day four, the big four, the age of 20 of health, where we're going to simply simplify high energy lifestyle, movement, nutrition, light exposure, sleep, like you're going to learn all the basics based on cutting edge science, how to maintain high energy levels throughout most of your days and how to get back to high energy levels when you're feeling low. 10x your your workflow. This is day three where we're going to learn how to get into focus fast, into flow states fast, how to um, organize your environment so you don't manage distracting thoughts or distractions that might happen in your life. We're going to learn how to get into a zone of genius, how to uh, again, start focus much faster and stay focused longer for the deep work that delivers the most benefits in your business, in your life. How to be, uh, how to deliver two, five acts of workload faster. Um, how to again consistently get, get into that zone where you are most productive. And also, um, then becoming unstoppable you day four. How not burn, how to not burn out because burnout is not the result of, uh, hard work. It's a sign of poor self management. We're going to learn how to, uh, set up breaks. So what kind of breaks to do to recover really fast throughout your day. So you work. So you deliver a lot of result, results without feeling fatigued, tired, building up that burnout. Um, you know, you might have a lot of ambitions, but if you, every day you find yourself struggling with fatigue, it's going to be hard to achieve those. So we're going to have specific protocols, how to manage your stress daily so you don't waste um, your energy where you don't need to waste it, how to set up your decision-making so you don't waste your uh, mental energy, how to uh, set up again uh, how to do breaks throughout your day so you deliver a lot more with a lot more power and um, capacity to deliver high quality of work without burning out, without fatiguing. And then also day number five, brain of a joyful leader. We're going to learn how to manage uncertainty and loss of control, how to go through moments in your life and business where you feel like you do not have much control over anything. And, you know, instead of feeling stressed, overwhelmed and anxious about that, how to step back into power, into control and start taking powerful action to ultimately solve, resolve the situation, solve the problem and transform the experience into a beneficial one. Uh, we're going to learn how to live in the game because so many entrepreneurs and leaders 
don't learn how to enjoy the hard work and small uh, accomplishment that happen every day, several times per day, that happens, uh, you know, every week, that a lot of leaders, a lot of entrepreneurs, they kind of go, 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 achieve, 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 fix the things that don't work and feeling still like a loser because there are so many more things to do and you might be feeling behind so many of you are in your peers, the people you admire, right? We're going to learn how to live in the gain, not in the gap. And it's a very simple mindset adjustment tool that will help you to not just work hard with a lot of energy without fatigue, but also to mentally enjoy it and, and love it and feel like a winner every single day. And then be the line, empowering stress management framework, where you're going to learn how to be strengthened by your stress, not being weakened by it. And um, again, back to the idea that we started our conversation with, your brain is a powerful tool that can change how the experience affects you. Like, for example, somebody can perceive the situation as stressful, somebody else can perceive it as a learning opportunity. And the things that are going to happen in your body and in your brain based on that framing are going to be completely different. And we're going to learn how to use it for your benefit to grow your life and business instead of being weakened by it and feeling like I just don't want to deal with that. You know, it's like too much stress and I prefer my chill life that feels not that satisfying, but at least it's not that stressful, right? We're going to learn how to embrace stress and, uh, actually start loving it, getting physical benefits from it, and of course, benefits in your business. So all of that, folks, to say, join our Burnout Proof Tech Founder Challenge. It's not just about burnout. It's about living every single day like a winner, accomplishing milestones that matter. And even when things do not work out, still feel like a winner, still putting the actions uh, in place, moving forward, working on things, never losing the uh, joy of life and confidence that you will figure it out. And also just physically having a lot of energy. So join the challenge. The link is in the show notes. Invite friends, invite family. Yes, the challenge is called Burnout Proof Tech Founder Challenge, but it will work for you no matter what you do, folks. So join. The link is in the show notes. I might not ever repeat the experience in that exact format. I'm going to be doing challenges every month, but they're not going to be the same challenges. So sign up. The link is in the show notes. Again, brain nutrition is also going to be there. How to have breakfast and lunch and dinner for focus, for alertness, for productivity, how to not have blue moods through uh, the help of your nutrition. So burnout, proof tech founder challenge, five-day challenge. We're starting June 19th. Use the link in the show notes, join, bring friends. And besides that, folks, I've been talking for quite a while, delivering you value. So I'm going to finish now, let you have an awesome weekend, sign up for the challenge and folks, work on your brain. It will transform your life and business like nothing else.